भगवदगीता चैप्टर सेवन टेक्स्ट सेवेंटीन तेषाम ज्ञानी नित्ययुक्ता एक भक्तिर्विशिष्य प्रियो ज्ञानी नोत्यर्थम अहम सच मम प्रिय तेषाम और ऑफ देम ज्ञानी वन एंड फुल नॉलेज नित्य युक्त ऑलवेज एंगेज एक ओनली भक्ति है इन डिवोशनल सर्विस विशिष्यते इज स्पेशल प्रिय वेरी डियर ही सर्टनली ज्ञानी टू द पर्सन इन नॉलेज अत्यर्थम हाईली अहम आई एम सह ही ऑल्सो ममा तुम्हें प्रिय डियर दोज आर डूइंग दट सर्विस लेकिन वेरी डिफिकल्ट फॉर यू टू टर्न सो मच योर नेकुल हर्ट If you can maybe get two, two of those uh, paper papers, and you can face the screen, you know, face the speaker. <coughs> and it's not good to turn the back to the speaker like that. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai. translation of these the one who is in full knowledge and who is always engaged in pure devotional service is the best for i am very dear to him and he is dear to me please repeat of these the one who is in full knowledge and who is always engaged in pure devotional service is the best for i am very dear to him and he is dear to me of these means of who huh of krishna krishna of these devotees of devotees huh so let's huh ah among the pious people among the sukritina you see the verse before this chaturvidha bhajante mam janah sukritino arjuna arto jignasur arthartha gnani cha bharatarshabha oh best among the bharatas four kinds of pious men begin to render devotional service unto me begin one who enter into bhakti they are of these four types either of these four or a mixture of these four <coughs> the distressed the desirer of wealth the inquisitive and he who is searching for knowledge of the absolute and actually inquisitive and he who is searching for the knowledge sounds like the same but actually the sanskrit words are jignasu and gyani gyani 
is this person supposed to be in knowledge who is already in knowledge but knowledge um, of the absolute truth is uh, progressive so the absolute truth is understood in three phases brahman paramatma and bhagavan the first stage of understanding the absolute truth the beginning stage is impersonal aspect uh, that the to understand to acknowledge that there is a some superior power that is controlling everything but not very thorough or detailed understanding just an impersonal conception and <clears throat> the brahma jyoti the spiritual effulgence beyond the covering of the material universe is sometimes considered by some of the practitioners of transcendental realization as the supreme but they do not care to inquire where is the light coming from there is a light there is a vast light in which these universes our our universe is one of them um <clears throat> so these universes are scattered in space actually on the causal ocean that's a whole different topic but um the brahma jyoti is uh, fully covering the entire spiritual sky only a corner of the sky like a cloud is the dark portion and that is this material world the entire spiritual world is the vast open sky and in that there are millions of vaikuntha planets so in a corner or in a small area just like in the whole sky a small portion only is occupied by the cloud sometimes the cloud appears to be covering the entire sky but actually it is only covering our vision of the sky it cannot con- con- cover the entire sky because if you go above the clouds the sky is so vast the space is so vast the cloud cannot cover but it may appear to us like that actually it only covers our eyes so this material world which comprises millions and trillions innumerable universes is just like one small cloud in the spiritual sky so in that spiritual sky there is unlimited effulgence it is called brahma jyoti um and because this material universe is like a sh- tightly packed shell so inside everything is dark like uh, now there is light but if you bring a coconut here inside the coconut is dark or inside the womb of a mother is dark so like that this sometimes this uh, this universe is con- considered like a like a womb that's why it's called garbha garbha means which is very very dark <coughs> and <coughs> it is a tightly packed thing so um you know that vishnu from whom the from whose navel lotus flower sprouts and brahma takes birth he is called garbhodakashayi vishnu garbha means this universe dark universe and then udaka means water so half of the universe is filled actually with water so that is from the perspiration of the lord and he lies down in that water that ocean shayi means shayanam 
Shayanam means to sleep. And Shai means one who is lying down or sleeping. Um, but his sleeping is not like our sleeping. When we sleep, we forget. We are in complete ignorance. But his is called not Nidra, but Yoga Nidra. Yoga Nidra, he is fully conscious. His sleeping and his awake, awakened state are both the same. There is no difference. So anyway, so because he is in the ocean of the Garbha, that's why Garbhodukashaya. So this is like Garbha. And in this, there is requirement of sun to light up this universe. There is requirement of these luminaries. Uh, but actually, in the spiritual sky, there is no need. Natad bhasayate suryo nashashanko na pavakaha yadgatva nanivartante tad dhama paramammama. Krishna says, the spiritual world, in the spiritual world, there is no sun, moon, or electricity, fire to light up. Mm, there is no need. Because every single Vaikuntha planet is self-effulgent and the entire effulgence is coming from the bodily, from the body of Krishna. So that light is the bodily rays of Krishna. Now when light is so bright, sometimes you know when some bright light is you know, shining on you, you can't, you are so glaring that you can't even see the source where it is coming from, right? So the Brahma Jyoti, for those who are uh, beginning in their practitioner, I mean practi- uh, practicing of transcendental life, such people can only realize the light. They cannot understand what is the source of this light. So they consider that the light is everything. Light comes from a source. Now this room is full of light. That's not everything. There is a source of the light. So similarly, the source is there and that is the Bhagavan. But in the beginning, there is only Brahman realization. So a person, so that is also absolute truth. Now this light, just take for example the sun. Sunshine, the sun planet and the sun god, the president of the sun planet. All of them are effulgent, full of light. In the sun planet, all the bodies are made of fire predominantly. Whereas on the earthly planet, we have earthly bodies which will mix into the earth after it's de- you know, dead. But it's not that every single planet has bodies similar to us, which is why the scientists cannot find any life on any other planet. They're questioning, where is life? Where is life other than on earth? This is their foolishness, but from Bhagavad Gita we understand, Nitya Sarvagata Sthanavar, every planet is congested with life. Congested is the word. Not that Mars has no life. No. Full of life. Even moon. The scientists, they cannot understand. They actually cannot see anything. They are so proud of their eyes. Our eyes can only see in very, very limited conditions. Just like we cannot live in the water, does not mean nobody can live in the water. Similarly, if we cannot live somewhere, it does not mean nobody can live. So you just need a body suitable to live there. That's all. <clears throat> so similarly, in the fiery planet of the sun, the bodies have to be fiery, that's all. So the sun god is very, very effulgent. His name is also given in the Bhagavad Gita, Vivaswan. Um, just like Prime Minister is here and then his name is Mr. Lysian Lung. So, similarly, there is a name for the sun god and his name is Vivaswan currently. That is also given. 
so all are all are full of light but to only understand the sunshine that is not very there is also understanding of the sun but not full like insects for example there are many insects which only realize sunshine they can feel the heat and they can feel the light but they don't know that there is a thing called the sun in the sky they don't even know that now as we as the life forms are more and more superior like animals even plants they know like sunflower it turns towards the sun it at least understands that there is a sun and which is the source of that light so <clears throat> even any tree it will grow towards the sun you know if there is a dark portion and if the, there is a wall and there is sunlight here it will grow like that how does it know you can sense where is the sun hmm. in fact trees can see is just that they are seeing is different from our seeing that's all so that's why when there is a um, suppose there is a obstruction in their growth they will just grow around it how do they know how why don't they bang into that and then they know <laughs> something there and they grow around it is just that their seeing is different from our seeing we see with eyes they see differently that's all so we we always try to discredit we don't understand we judge everything like how we experience everything so that's not a fact that's not how everything works i don't know whether the sound is even catching hari krishna hari krishna i hope it is yeah <clears throat> so anyway the beginner practitioner he may also be called gyani so let's see so that light is called brahma jyoti Huh? and there is this description of the supreme absolute truth just like to understand the sun there are three stages one is the sunlight then there is a sun globe and we can see the sun globe but we don't really know how far it is how hot it is from our perception when we actually go on the sun planet ah there is huge noise the live stream would have been horrible by now until now just atrocious <clears throat> so in the in the live stream because we, this is streamed on facebook so these sounds are very disturbing it's too much sound so anyway vadanta tattva vidas tattvam yajnanam advayam brahmeti paramatmeti bhagavanati shabdate so when we go to the sun planet we can see the sun god the president of the sun planet and the entire city i mean the entire planet if it's civilization everything so similarly god can be understood in three phases so that is explained here learned transcendentalists who know the absolute truth call this non dual substance brahman paramatma or bhagavan according to the level of their realization the other example is given uh, like the mountain from the far from afar we see it as some outline almost like a cloud as we draw closer then we will see some features maybe here this part is rocky there is a waterfall there is some greenery and you know something like that <clears throat> then when we actually go on the mountain then we can see the full variety the animals the insects the, the flora and the fauna and everything so that is complete understanding of that mountain and if we dig maybe we can come you know get some kind of minerals or whatever it is 
So that is complete understanding of that mountain. So similarly, um, it is only how far or how close we are to the truth. So similarly, the absolute truth from afar only appears as the light. And if we understand the next stage, the next stage is called Paramatma, Brahman and Paramatma. Paramatma means the localized aspect. He is localized presence in every single body along with the living entity, the soul. So in, the, in our body, there are two souls. Apart from all the insects and worms that are in our stomach or whatever, <laughs> we are talking about the one running this body. The individual soul and the super soul, Jivatma and Paramatma, Anuatma and Vibhuatma. So, um, that Paramatma is the second, second stage of understanding, that he is a person, but still there is no reciprocation with the person yet. Because a person has feelings, he, he has likes, he has dislikes, he has activities, he has attributes, so many things. But as Paramatma, he is just passively witnessing and sanctioning from the background. But to actually deal with the Supreme Personality of Godhead as a person in loving relationship, that realization is called Bhagavan. <coughs> When one understands that the supreme absolute truth is a person, is a supreme person. That's why Prabhupada, he translated Bhagavan as not just God. Because it's very vague. What is God? Oh, God of rain, God of what? Wind. So these are all demigods, you see. So nowadays, you know, even on games also there is God level. So what is God? <laughs> so it's very vague. So I am also God level. What is actually God, we don't know his level. But we are thinking we are on God's level. This is our problem. So, God, so Prabhupada was very, very clear. Supreme, first of all. Supreme personality of Godhead. This is the complete phrase he used for Bhagavan. Supreme. First of all, he is supreme. He is a person, first of all. Sorry. Personality. Personality of Godhead. So, he is a person, first of all. But a person like you and me? No. Supreme. Supreme person. Okay. So is he like a god? One of the gods? No. Godhead. Head of all gods. Even if one says I am God, he is the head of gods. So there is no ambiguity in that phrase. Supreme personality of Godhead. Not just the supreme, some power, universe. You know, these are vague terms. When one does not understand, he uses these terms. This is a very rudimentary understanding of the Absolute Truth. But not a very advanced understanding. But people think that that is more superior to a personal understanding. Because they think, if, if he is a person, then you are limiting him to a dimension, to a height, to a weight, to, you know, two eyes, to one mouth. What is this? You know, the, you know, what is this? This is limited. He has two eyes and everything. He should be having eyes everywhere. Yeah, Sarvatra Pani Padam Tat Sarvatoksha Siromukham Sarvata Shrutimal Loke Sarvam Avritta Tishthati He has eyes everywhere. The uniqueness of Krishna is that he can seemingly be limited but he can see everything. He can hear everything. His every part of the body is can do the activity of any other part. 
with legs he can see with his hand uh, with his um, nose he can eat he can do anything there is no limitation it is our misconception with, with that we think that if he has a form he is limited now whereas if he does not have a form he is just expanded everywhere and that is unlimited but no that unlimited existence comes from a person that influence comes from a person and he is everywhere at the same time while he is outside he is also inside antar bahir avasthitam bahir narsimha hridaya narsimha we chant every time every narsimha song huh? he is everywhere that's why when uh, hiranyakashipu asked is he in this pillar prahlad said yes he is in this pillar he broke the pillar the lord came out not to answer the challenge of hiranyakashipu but because prahlad said so otherwise if he just uh, struck the pillar he would not have come out because prahlad said yes he is there so to answer prahlad's word he came out not because of hiranyakashipu's challenge he does not answer to our challenge the more we challenge him saying that show me god i will believe oh really i won't show myself why i should show myself krishna also has his prerogative no he is not just uh, some waiter in the restaurant hey hey come here that means you'll come yes sir with a notebook and pad what do you want sir he is not he does not care you go get lost if you want to challenge nobody can challenge me like i can krishna nobody can challenge him if you want to cheat him like hiranyakashipu want to cheat death wanted to cheat the you know power of god okay you can try nobody can be a better cheater than myself krishna is showing so that is krishna so by challenge we cannot win him but uh, with love we can win him that is krishna so anyway the person who has at least at least touched the transcendence whether it's in brahman paramatma or bhagwan stage he is called a gyani because at least he is out of the illusion of materialistic life he is at least out of that misconception that i can be happy here in this material world he is out of that illusion so at least for that reason he is called gyani so coming back all the way you see 716 this four kinds of pious people he who is searching for knowledge of the absolute gyani here actually it is mentioned one who knows things as they are but in the translation it is one who is searching for knowledge of the absolute if he is gyani if he knows the things as they are then uh, why he is only sukritna he should be mahatma right right ha huh? uh, vasudeva sarvamiti he knows gyanavan gyani and gyanavan same mam prapadyate vasudeva sarvamiti who knows that he is actually gyani complete gyani Uh, but he here sukritina that kind of gyani is just who has touched the real knowledge of the absolute truth but who may not have understood the paramatma and the bhagwan stage or even if he is in paramatma he has not touched bhagwan yet so such people when they are introduced to devotional service uh, they may become devotees if they are fortunate if they are fortunate um, so therefore he is still counted among sukritina this gyani so among these four that's why today's verse if you see of these what is it of these i have only explained the first two words of today's translation i haven't even gone to the purport you see 
of these four above mentioned four the one who is in full knowledge and who is always engaged in pure devotional service is the best for i am very dear to him and he is dear to me so one who is brahman realized he is also gyani and even a neophyte devotee neophyte means a beginner a novice in devotional service who has maybe accepted now okay krishna is supreme personality of god like we all have at least i hope so <laughs> so we have at least accepted krishna as a supreme personality of godhead if you have not been please read bhagavad gita but for those who have so we are okay we are in the bhagwan stage of understanding but we are not very advanced yet we are beginning we are just trying to advance in that respect even bhagwan stage also you have there is so much because bhagwan stage of realization starts with adho shraddha that is the beginning stage of even bhagwan realization to have faith that this krishna consciousness or krishna is bhagwan and i am his servant to have that faith okay yes yes let me go further what is the next stage tato sadhu sangha to associate with devotees and then bhajana kriya to engage in service seva seva means not every part of our body not only hands yes prabhu i'll come for some seva your hands are working fine legs are working fine mouth also must work so chanting is also seva and eating is also seva prabhu yes prabhu i like this seva <laughs> some people like this seva actually many people come to krishna temple for this seva only the temple prasadam is nice they don't have gopuram but prasadam is there very nice so sometimes they say like so that is also actually seva prasad sevaya you know because to eat the remnants of krishna's food that is also seva to eat everything myself without offering to krishna that is actually sinful hmm. even vegetarian sometimes people are proud i am pure vegetarian bro according to bhagavad gita pure rascal because <laughs> they are not eating prasadam hmm. krishna says yagna sishta asana santo muchyante sarva kel vishay bhunjate te tvagham papa ye pachante atma karanat chapter 3 text 13 whoever eats food even if it is vegetarian if it is not offered to krishna he is eating sin so to offer to krishna the cook must be a devotee not that i go to vegetarian restaurant yes prabhu okay good i understand Go to vegetarian restaurant, off, off, uh, order nicely, and offer there. That we cannot do. We cannot order, offer whatever is cooked by non-devotees. Krishna does not accept. So we have to become devotee. We have to cook and offer and then eat. Hmm. Anyway, we are cooking and eating. Just offer it to Krishna before eating, and then eat. That's prasada. Just a simple tweak only. The whole consciousness will change. It's not for my enjoyment; it's for his enjoyment. And then I. so every part of our body like that should be used for krishna's service yeah bhajana kriya then anartha nivritti syat all the dirty things in the heart will slowly uh, be vanquished our heart will be cleansed what are the dirty things in my heart nothing prabhu i did angiogram and i do not see any blockage yeah there's nothing dirty in my heart all clean no in the subtle heart there is so much kama krodha lobha moha madamatsara so many things are there 
dirty things lust anger greed envy these things have to go and they will go automatically if we serve krishna if we try to become a moralist without krishna consciousness we cannot because by definition we are thief stena eva sauchade because if i am i am suppose very morally upright with other human beings but maybe i'm not so morally upright with the animals i'm killing them maybe or even if i'm vegetarian say i think i am the doer but if i don't accept the fact that everything belongs to krishna god krishna says everything belongs to me he can claim ownership and he has shown the vishwarup the entire universe he is owning he is the owner so he is not just claiming blind you uh, know just out of his pride no he is when he says i am the supreme that is not ahankar that is that is not pride that is a fact when we say i am the supreme that is a, that is ahankar that is pride excessive you know vanity yeah. so <clears throat> so he is actually the supreme personality of godhead so that is fact so when we have all this kama krodha lobha moha madamatsarya that means we are wanting to be the controller and if somebody is a competitor of my enjoyment he is into interfering with my enjoyment i will become envious of him and i want to be the overlord i want to be the best greed anger if I, if i get frustrated in my atoms i get angry and i'll have whole lot of desires to fulfill so these are all our dirty things and why why dirty prabhu why what is wrong what is wrong we should have dream we should have goal in life you know we should be motivated otherwise we'll be just lazy fellows hmm motive yes our motive should be to serve krishna to the best possible way hmm. because even if we achieve even if we achieve whatever we want to achieve everything will be taken away at the end of life no and then next life if i if i become a pig today i am elon musk and to next life i am pig then what is the value in such an achievement hmm so we we don't realize these things that life is actually eternal we think this one life live it no this one life live it yolo why o l o you only live once so this atheistic understanding that you only live once actually we only live once because the soul never dies the body keeps on changing <coughs> in that way you live once but they think this body with the end of body is the end of our existence not at all not at all hmm. there's enough proof of this that's another subject for another time but you see so these dirty things have to go these dirty things are there kama krodha lobha because we we are in avidya we are in ignorance we don't have knowledge actually of who we are our desires are based on our convictions about life what we think is right in life according to that our desires our aspirations our goal everything is set right so our convictions if are based if they are based on ignorance then we will all have wrong desires wrong uh, motives so those are dirty things so how to cleanse we have to illuminate our heart with knowledge then we will understand oh i am actually not part of this world actually 
I am not an Indian, I am not a man, I am not a woman, I am not Japanese or Chinese, I am not this body. The body may be Indian, but I am not the body, so I am not Indian. Why am I so patriotic to my country? That is ignorance. Oh, how can you say? Freedom fighters. You know, they fought so hard. Yes, according to Bhagavatam, Gokhara. They are as good as animals. Where is the freedom? Unless one comes out of the clutches of Maya, where is the freedom? So what if this government or that government? We are only, we are always under. In fact, we ourselves voluntarily vote for a leader. We want to be under control. You want anarchy? You want a country without a government? Nobody wants. We want leadership. We want to be under control. That is our nature. Um, so, that is not freedom. <coughs> Real freedom means that we are no more like Narad Muni. He is also under control of Krishna. Yes, he is a devotee. But by being, a um, being controlled by Krishna, one will become actually free. You know what is our real imprisonment? Our own desires. Uh, you see, there is this nice verse by Lord Brahma. Karagraham means, you know what? Yes, prison. Graham, <coughs> we, say, we say home sweet home. That Graham actually is Karagraham. You see, Brahma says to Krishna, My dear Lord Krishna, until people, people become your devotees, their material attachments and desires remain thieves. Their homes remain prisons and their affectionate feelings for their family members remain foot shackles. This is actually very stark naked truth. <coughs> actually nobody wants to be imprisoned, right? But because of the influence of Maya illusion, we want to be imprisoned. If somebody is coming to get us out of the imprisonment, we shout at the person, Hey, why are you coming to, you know, why are you asking me to become sannyasi? Who are you? They fear, they, they shudder at this thought of moving away from family life. <coughs> this is the prison of material existence. There is no need of any bars. Because a prison need bars because the guy want to go out. You want to lock him in. But Krishna's prison does not have any bars. You yourself will stay. Even somebody is pulling you out. No, no, no. Get lost. I want to stay here. So that kind of karagraham. Hmm. And that is because of ignorance. You know, when a person is haunted by a ghost, he wants to do the wrong thing. He wants to do something which is dangerous to himself and others. And he thinks he is right. Mad fellow. Haunted. So, he is imprisoned in his own body because of the ghost. So similarly, the ghost of Maya is imprisoning us. 
and it has taken strategic positions mind intelligence senses completely we are completely under the trap so these anartha these unwanted things these things which are keeping us here this has to be nivritti we have to give these up and that will happen when we are enlightened with knowledge when we understand actually who we are when we become awakened to the fact that actually i don't belong here i belong to krishna i am an eternal servant of krishna i am not a servant of my country i'm not a servant of my family not a servant of my body or senses or my boss or my customer but i am a servant of krishna when we understand that that is the beginning of liberation <coughs> so this anarthani vritti has to happen and then tato nishtha then we become fixed in this path this is all in the stages within bhagavan realization he is still a gyani even if he is in the beginning stage but you see how many stages so nishtha tato ruchi then you will get the taste he cannot give it up he cannot give up krishna consciousness and forget it ah no man i'll just try something else you can't once you come you cannot go away from this even if one falls away that taste will remain and it will bring him back one day and even if this whole life here is gone krishna will not let him go next life he will start back from where he left off so uh, but when we become fixed that we can't give up krishna consciousness and that is ruchi when one has taste and that means he has no other taste for in anything else if one has taste for bhagavad gita and bhagavatam he will not have taste for any other book he will lose his taste everything else seems trivial very trivial then um tatha asakti spontaneous attachment for krishna then this is more intensified feeling for krishna spontaneous attachment nobody needs to goad him hey wake up wake up sweep the floor chant hari krishna have you chanted or not how how come only you chanted 10 rounds chant six more rounds these things are not needed for such a person he can't sleep without chanting he can't eat without chanting like this yeah. so asakti <clears throat> then bhava even more concentrated asakti and finally prema love of god that is the highest stage love of god in this world the so called love is all lust that is not love lust only our own happiness desiring our own sense gratification actually it's not happiness it's sense gratification gratifying the senses but actually we think gratifying our senses will give us happiness but actually no we'll become bored after that um, and become frustrated actually it does not give us lasting happiness so anyone who understands that this is not this materialistic life is not worth any attention we have to rise above this and realize the spiritual absolute truth and that he is gyani and especially bhagwan realization that is also gyani highest and when he is a pure devotee he is completely in knowledge and when he is a neophyte devotee although bhagwan but still he is only rising still to the highest stage so therefore today's verse says like this 
of these the one who is in full knowledge and who is always engaged in pure devotional service is the best for i am dear very dear to him and he is dear to me purport free from all contaminations see why i have spent so much time in the translation itself because otherwise there is no context what are we talking about of these of what what are we talking about so we have to know what we are reading actually so purport free from all contaminations of material desires the distressed the inquisitive the penniless and the seeker after supreme knowledge can all become pure devotees but out of them he who is in knowledge of the absolute truth and free from all material desires becomes a really pure devotee of the lord and of the four orders the devotee who is in full knowledge and is at the same time engaged in devotional service is the lord says the best by searching after knowledge one realizes that his self is different from his material body and when further advanced he comes to the knowledge of impersonal brahman and parmatma when one is fully purified he realizes that his constitutional position is to be the eternal servant of god so by association with pure devotees the inquisitive the distressed the seeker after material am- amelioration and the man in knowledge all become themselves pure but in the preparatory stage the man who is in full knowledge of the supreme lord and is at the same time executing devotional service is very dear to the lord he who is situated in pure knowledge of the transcendence of the supreme personality of godhead is so protected in devotional service that material contamination cannot touch him so therefore we may be pious to have come into this movement but what will make us advanced gyan why krishna says of all these the gyani is the most dear to me because gyana especially not just any gyana not this cool knowledge you know this degree that kind of gyana we're not talking about that we are talking about krishna consciousness and that's why we have books why do we have books so that we understand we get convinced because whatever we intake knowledge we get convinced by that if all my friends even if i am so called you know chanting and all that if my colleagues and everybody is talking about how to make more money you know, i'll become convinced yes yes that is i have to make more i have to do this i have to do that i have to do this i have to do that this is the mentality i'll become convinced in that direction um, or if i watch movies i'll become convinced that yes this is how to enjoy myself and whatever is the subject matter of that movie <coughs> will become you know influenced by that and we'll discuss that with others like recently there was this um, kashmir files you know so it, it sparked a huge debate in india so we become engrossed in these topics sometimes some sports something excellent happens and we discuss that you know some sportsmanship or some some crime happened suddenly we are there we are discussing that nirnam santi sahasra shrotra shrota vyadi nirajendra there are millions of topics like this to distract us sometime it is some covid epidemic every day bombarding with the news and then otherwise there is some war otherwise there is some crime otherwise there is some sports otherwise there is some politics elections is this goes on or some movies entertainment there is no dirt 
of topics and all of these distractors what they do actually they rob away our lifetime when one topic becomes you know like okay two months here i mean i mean enough or you know the covid two years come on open up what is this finish right then another thing comes war <laughs> so in this way there is always something to distract us taking away our lifetime chipping away on our lifetime bit by bit but day by day second by second imperceptibly keeping us away from uh learning this gyana knowledge which we actually have to do so it doesn't matter whatever is the situation of the world whatever is the situation of our family whatever situation of our health whatever it is jeevane marane gati ar nahu mor radha krishna prana mor jugala kishore whether it's my whether i'm alive or whether i'm dying we have to always think of krishna through happiness and through distress we will be distracted these are all distractions so called material success is a distraction so called material failure is a distraction gain is a distraction loss is a distraction praise is a distraction insult is a distraction these are all superfluous they are completely nothing to do with our existence in all cases we have to remain focused on our real thing that is krishna consciousness misery or happiness cold or hot wind or rain we have to think of always krishna that is krishna consciousness movement so to mold our life so for that how convinced we must be that we are unshaken gurunaapi vicharyate gurunaapi vichar even in the worst storm we will never forget krishna that kind of that is called samadhi samadhi means not simply like sitting like this and you know and then in some meditation somewhere no samadhi means while we are talking while we are eating or sleeping while we are doing anything we have to think of krishna why it has to be uh, what is that um, limited to a pose when we are not in that pose now i am not in samadhi no samadhi is a, is a continuous state of being never forgetting krishna always remember krishna smartavya satatam vishnur vismartavya najatu chit that is samadhi and don't forget krishna at any time means what anything that life throws at us still we have to remember krishna for that how can that happen how can that happen only with love priti purvakam you know when a dangerous situation happens what happens what we think of somebody whom we love right so if our love can be on krishna will remember him but how can we love krishna to love someone you have to know that person well enough and you have to trust that person but if you don't even know him how can we trust him no in, like in the american dollar bill in god we trust in god we trust whatever they do is everything against god whole country the whole propaganda is against god <clears throat> in god how can we trust god when we don't know him how can i trust someone who i don't know will i say suppose i am somewhere outside and i have to go to the toilet and i will say maybe i'm carrying something 
I call a stranger. Can you can you just hold this for me? I don't know whether he is a thief or not. Who knows? Why I'll give my wallet to him? Huh? I will always give to someone who I know and trust, right? Natural. So how can we trust God when we don't even know Him? People think uh, they think it is some sentiment. Oh yeah, God is there. But how can we trust Him? How can our faith strengthen only when we know Him? To know, how can we know him then? We cannot know him with our... Uh, uh, I, I will speculate something. No. Krishna tells about himself. Just like if you want to know about me, you have to ask me. Then I will tell. If I am truthful, yeah, you will know about me. If I am lying, that's another thing. But Krishna does not lie. Uh, so he is telling about himself in Bhagavad Gita. And people who have seen him, devotees, they are also explaining about him. They are glorifying him. From that we can understand how who he is, how he is existing. That's why this Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam is very important. If we don't read these books every day, then we will forget whatever we have learned also. Now today we are hearing. Tomorrow we'll forget. And go out of this door. Yeah, um, my, I have to get ready the assignment for my boss tomorrow. I have to show him presently. Finish. Our thoughts are already gone somewhere. And with that, it is the beginning of the end. And again, another week, you know, another Sunday, we need to rejuvenate ourselves, recharge ourselves. It should not be like that. Yeah, we are, we are engrossed in this work. But we have to regularly, that's why every day we have to remind ourselves. It's not that, yeah, I know this. Roughly, I know, you know the philosophy. Sometimes, you know, devotees, when they come to a certain understanding, you know, some... In the beginning, they're very inquisitive and they read. After some time, they're like, okay, I kind of get the whole thing, you know, I understand. It's okay. I have a good idea of what Krishna consciousness is. And they stop. Stop after that. Never to read the book, never to open the book again for decades. Dangerous. Because even if we know... Did we really realize second chapter of Bhagavad Gita even? We are not the body. We did not realize. We have heard it many times. Same thing, what to do, you know, same thing. What is that? Did we realize? No. And actually, it does not uh, appear or it does not feel uh, stale if we actually, with full faith, we read every day. It won't appear stale. Even if you read many, many times, you will find newer and newer things. And in this way, we have to deepen our understanding of these books and engage ourselves accordingly. Accordingly. Mm. Not that reading is one thing and our doing is something else. Nothing to do with our reading. No. And we have to refine our service. Yeah, we are doing everyday service. If, we, if, if those who are doing, those who are service, those who are you know, devotees, chanting or any service. It's not that we have attained perfection in the service. We can improve, right? We can refine always. So every time we can be a little more involved, little more involved, with more understanding, more. So this will happen when we read. So whatever we are doing in our service, we have to complement with reading. Hmm. Then only we will advance. That's why among the four Sukritina, the Jnani is the one who is very dear to Krishna. So if we, you see, who is a neophyte? Uh, 
अर्चायामेवा हरये पूजाम्यः श्रद्धये हते नतत भक्ते शुचान्येशु सभक्तः प्राकृतः स्मृतः अ प्राकृत भक्ता और मैटेरियलिस्टिक डिवोटी मेंस इस थर्ड क्लास डिवोटी ही स्टिल हैज मैटेरियलिस्टिक डिजायर्स एंड लिबरल कृष्णा कॉन्सेस्टर्स डज नॉट परपोसफुली स्टडी द शास्त्र दिस इज द प्रॉब्लम विद द नियोफाइट डिवोटी ही डज नॉट रीड द शास्त्र ही डज नॉट स्टडी ऑल हिंदूज देयर दिस कैटेगरी इफ दे हैव एनी रिलीजियसिटी एट ऑल दिस कैटेगरी they don't study the shastra what is it yeah, bhagavad gita everything mahabharat ramayan what is there is that nobody knows they know about mahabharat and ramayan only from the serial and the serial fellow he is putting masala inside we thinking that masala is you know that real ramayan or mahabharat nowadays there are cartoons for children chota bhim you know tri dev tri dev what is that hanuman krishna bhima ha yeah? huh? ganesh Hanuman, Krishna, Ganesh, kids playing. What nonsense! You change one word of Quran, what will happen to you? We are changing everything in our books. Nothing, and we are saying, "Oh, this is." And you know, the other day, small girl, you know, Narayan, she was telling that uh, you know, Bhima did this. Then uh, Prabhu asked, "How do you know?" The chota Bhima they showed. And now. Now, whatever I learned in my life at that age, four, five, six, seven, those have remained very, very long. It took a lot of effort to undo some of the misconceptions I had at those I started at that age. Now you may say, "Ah, this is a kid, and you know, I'm okay, well, I'm grown up." But actually, those things will stay in memory for very, very long. Whatever we learn in that age. formative years so if it teaches the wrong thing what will happen you see so this is what is happening so somebody is doing some serial and i am doing i am watching that and they say this is a story everybody has different different versions of the story i many times explained this ramayana there is a new serial siyakaram you know siyakaram um in that the effects and all are very nice the cast and crew are also very chiseled and you know very like good uh, you know built and everything like that story complete bogus ram he touches with his feet with his foot ahalya in, in the form of a stone you know she is cursed to become a stone so ram touches her with his foot and she regains her form right in this one some feminist was there in the director i think it was a feminist so ram went and touched the feet of ahalya bhagwan he went and touched the feet of ahalya you are the mother sounds better right are touching with his feet disrespect krishna touching with his feet ram touching with his feet disrespect huh? his lotus feet are whose shelter we are seeking and if he has given his shelter with his foot it is disrespect yeah if i kick someone yes there is disrespect if krishna kicks it is not disrespect nichana prabhu kicked shivananda sena shivananda sena said shivananda sena fell devotee you know this is in the chaitanya leela nichana prabhu who is balram himself so he kicked shivananda sena for some offense 
so what uh, shivananda sena fell down he flew and fell down then he got up and started dancing my life has become successful even though i have offended the lord he has placed his foot on my chest brahma is craving for that position of having the dust of nithyananda prabhu's feet on his helmet i got it on my chest my life has become successful and here ram is not touching with his foot he is touching the feet of ahalya so this is all very very sacrilegious hmm. so anyway a prakrita bhakta or materialistic devotee does not purposefully study the shastra so even if we when we become actually devotee like chanting and everything if we don't read the shastra we will remain a third class we will not care to follow the instructions of the guru strictly and try to so prakrita bhakta or materialistic devotee does not purpose, purposefully study the shastra and try to understand the actual standard of pure devotional service he is satisfied with whatever substandard he is at he does not uh, think of climbing higher than that consequently he does not show proper respect to advanced devotees he does not show he may however follow the regulatory principles learned from his spiritual master or from his family who worships the deity he is to be considered on the material platform although he is trying to advance in devotional service such a person is a bhakta praya a neophyte devotee or bhakta abhasa for he is a little enlightened by vaishnava philosophy not much so we have to rise above this and to come to second class platform we have to have gyan and that is what will make us, uh, us dear to krishna krishna says he is a gyani is dear to me and i am dear to him and krishna will also become dear to us you know krishna will become dear to us now we are chanting we are doing service just as a, you know like a burden are when will this chanting finish so that i can do some i can you know do something which i like so we are waiting to let go of krishna are when when i can finish you know offensive chanting offensive uh, so our seva also you know we not dedicated not you know not attentive not um, wholeheartedly doing it just for some you know so we cannot be like this if you want to go back to vaikuntha if you are at all interested if you are not interested i am not telling you who are interested in going back to vaikuntha there we will not be allowed we want to be allowed or not the bottom line is that if this attitude of mine of taking it easy taking it a little relaxed or you know not caring so much about the books and just yeah prabhu how are you hari krishna 50 years later prabhu how are you hari krishna nothing changed if i want to remain like this then i'll just have to take more births bahunam janmanamanti gyanavan i want to become gyanavan now or gyanavan after bahunam janmanamanti up to me so we we have to make effort this life now hmm you read and it was very interesting why we don't read uh, we should so that's why we uh, we recommend everybody to please take study of bhagavad gita i mean prabhupada's books very seriously very very seriously uh, <coughs> every day prabhu i don't have time 15 minutes you have if you don't have skip one meal and read in the time 
one meal you skip nothing will happen it's better for you intermittent fasting you know <laughs> so and then we can read uh, we must make time we cannot say no time no matter what we are doing marane raneva even if you are dying even if you are on the battlefield still you have to do this so i'll stop here any questions or comments on this topic no comments on live stream hmm Yeah. 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 Hmm. Yes. because every paramatma is there even in the tiger although he is eating meat but the thing is what is my con- uh, consciousness am i devoted to krishna when i am cooking what is my motive in the cooking i have to cook with the with the bhav see krishna does not actually accept our grains he does not need our grains he is hungry no he is not bhakta bhakti upahritam mashnami yome bhaktya prayachhati so he is asking for the devotion bhavagrahi janardan janardan krishna is bhavagrahi he is not pushpagrahi he is not toyagrahi he is not uh, phalagrahi bhavagrahi so he accepts the devotion so if we don't if the cook the person who is preparing his consciousness should be that i am offering it to krishna for krishna's pleasure and when we are cooking for krishna there are rules we have to be in a clean state we have to take shower and come and then we cannot taste it while cooking there are so many things so that mood is not there in that non devotee hmm. so it is the, just like um, everything is coming from krishna but it has to be offered with devotion back to krishna we are not offering to him something which he does not have he, it is coming from him So why does he need it? Why do why do we need to offer it? Why is why is it waste of time, right? He can take it himself. No, it is the devotion. So then it becomes prasadam. Yes, Paramatma is in his heart, but that person is completely ignorant of that fact. Hmm. So what is his realization? What is his status of devotion? That is what matters. <coughs> so he, in his uh, conduct, has to be a devotee. And a devotee means. not somebody who just has a favorable feeling towards krishna not just that that may be a beginning of a devotee but a devotee means one who has devoted just like an employee means one who is employed by the company so a devotee means one who is devoted to krishna that means what is the meaning of devotion you devote your entire being tanuvag manobhir by words um, mind and body by our actions by our words by our deeds by our thoughts when only thinking about krishna that is devotee 
so even we <laughs> have no uh, we cannot have the audacity that actually krishna will accept what we are offering him who are we am i am i really devotee if i question myself i'll find so many holes you know what i mean there should be no holes like every single second should be thinking of krishna but there are large patches of time where i am not, not thinking of krishna so am i really be called a devotee can i be called so how can i offer thing to krishna therefore we don't rely on our so called status even even though we are trying to cook for krishna we don't rely on our so called devotional status we put tulsi leaf and we offer prabhupad's mantra guru's mantra and chaitanya mahaprabhu and krishna mantra so by prabhupad's mercy it will go he is pure devotee that much is a fact i am not so we offer through the spiritual master not even directly to krishna krishna says ye me bhakta jana partha name bhakta sate jana he is not my devotee who is not my devotee who thinks he is my devotee he is not my devotee mad bhakta nam cha ye bhakta ste me bhakta tama mata who considers himself a devotee or a servant of my devotee ah that is when i will consider him my devotee so we have to become a servant of prabhupad through prabhupad prabhupad will offer to krishna so we offer to prabhupad you know through prabhupad to krishna so without guru actually we cannot offer to krishna we cannot be considered real devotees hmm. prabhupad is devotee and therefore krishna will accept <coughs> and again tulsi leaf tulsi is very dear to krishna so even if my so our offering should be like krishna i have cooked all these things but for you this is nothing you have you are eating you know lakshmi is are cooking for you radharani is cooking for you there is no dirt there is nothing for you you have you are not obliged to accept this but here is some tulsi so tulsi krishna will definitely accept and because of tulsi leaf uh, he will accept so therefore this is the mood in which it has to be offered with the feeling of devotion that's all so that only a devotee can have that's why it is not prasadam it cannot be offered mm. <coughs> any other questions good question actually thank you mm. so now you have to rise above that try to cook yourself simple nowadays youtube videos are there you can learn you know simple simple stuff and then does not take much time or you can always come here so actually that that one cannot be done so now you know anyway this is how we grow once we don't know then we will in the association of devotees then we will know how to do it so then we we want to do it but we do not know how which is right how to do it right so that's why we learn from devotees now you wanted to offer to krishna that is a good desire see but you do not know how to do it rightly so now you learn a different thing today a more higher principle so like that's how we advance that's why we have to associate with devotees if we don't i'll keep thinking that i'm doing i'm a devotee and i'm doing everything right but i will never be corrected so because you had the good desire krishna made the arrangement that you get this extra knowledge now so that we advance even more towards him okay there is some comment bhavagrahi janardan at 
beginning level sometimes when we are tired a distraction though we chant mechanically bhava is not there as you explained just now that bhavagrahi not phalagrahi or toyagrahi so when i chant hari krishna mechanically then will it be not like mechanical chanting grahi yeah so that's why it is aparad naam aparad <coughs> so in the beginning we will be chanting mechanically many times we don't have any bhav so that's why we have to beg krishna please make me a devotee you know so but we cannot chant purely without actually chanting at least starting to chant so eventually we will become papakshayasi papakshayati no no papakshayascha bhavatam aha what is that papakshayascha bhavati smaratam tamaharnisham papakshayascha bhavati smaratam tamaharnisham नामान्यवहरंत्यघं अविश्रांति प्रयुक्तानि तान्यवर्थकराणि च बाय रिपीटेड चैंटिंग ऑफ हरे कृष्ण महामंत्र इवेंचुअली एंड विथ अटेंटिव रिपीटेड चैंटिंग चैंटिंग दैट्स व्हेन वी बिकम एडवांस इन द दैट्स व्हाई वी डिड हरिनाम चिंतामणि क्लासेस सीरीज ऑफ दैट सो ऑलराइट आई थिंक आई विल स्टॉप हियर जय श्रीमद्भगवद्गीता की जय शिल प्रभुपाद की जय निताय गौर प्रेमानंदे